Oh, hey, well, here we are with another Books of the Year podcast from Matt Williams and Simon May. Yes! Oh, let's put me at the top. I am like putting that. you at the top. I like that. Can I ask you a question first of all, Matt Williams? Yes. Have you put your heating on yet? No, the heating is still... Because we are having this amazing awesome, aren't we? It, and I, I, was, I was shaking, I have to say, towards the end of September. It was starting to get a bit chilly. But it's been so mild. There's no need for heating. No need for heating till the clocks go back, obviously, is the rule. But, you know... No heating at all. Even for you know reasonable people, don't have the heating on at the no, moment. No, no, I've got, I've got the heating on. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you don't need the heating uh, on. I think you do. Are you, w- only if you're walking around in shorts and t-shirts at home. Now we've got to tie this in, obviously, to something to do with books. So I just <laughs> say, I always find that when I'm reading my book and and in preparing okay. yes. for this podcast, I need to have the right temperature in the house. Well, might I suggest a jumper? You know, or no, some trousers. Let me hear it for the boiler. <laughs> and the radiators attached to the boiler. Well, yes. And I my mean, friends at British Gas. <laughs> are they sponsoring us yet? I don't know. Are they? Economy 7? They can. <laughs> economy 7? No one has Economy 7 Does that anymore. not exist? No. They okay. probably, people are reading their Walter Hot Bottle books <laughs> next to their Economy 7 and eating Smash. <laughs> oh, so it's the 80s. All oh, right, OK. I think so. Something sure, like last that. time I paid the gas uh, bill. Anyway, <clears throat> so this is one of our... Um, Extra little bonus shows. Yeah. Uh, it features Heather Morris, who's the author of The Tattooist of Auschwitz, uh, the international number one bestseller. So you'll hear her Q&A uh, in just a moment. Uh, and then the full interview will be with you uh, in a few days' time. Uh, the whole thing, of course, brought to you by our lovely friends at WH. We do, we do so love them, particularly when they deign to put the stickers on the books that they yes. have been instructed to put the books on. Yes. Yeah. There are a few recalcitrant members yes. of staff. Yes, we shall be coming round. We should probably do that. We should go on a tour of WH Smith saying we demand... Where is my sticker? Exactly. Um, so we put out uh, this message, uh, if you follow us on Twitter, which is at Books of the Year. Uh, exciting news. Our podcast is now on Spotify, so you can listen for free all day long, one show after another. Just leave them playing until you can recite them back to us. So if you miss Gary Barlow or Graham Norton or Robbie Williams, click here. Anyway, so loads of people did. Well, we, though, to be honest... We don't want you just to press play. We want you to download us. Download and us. subscribe. Yes. yes. And you see that little button? See that little button that says subscribe? Subscribe. It means so much. That's the key thing. Yes. It would mean so much to us, and you would be so much more of a friend. And and we will treasure you more because we will know whether you've subscribed. We might or even not. visit you. We might knock on the door. We and won't say hi. <laughs> thank you for subscribing. Anyway, Gina Hind. Yes. Uh, great. I'm looking forward to listening to probably the greatest podcast in the world. Well said, Gina. I imagine that's us. Yes, better not, be. Not Test Match Special <laughs> or anything. Uh, Catherine Beek, it's your fault I'm not doing what I should be doing. But she doesn't say what she should be doing. Well, I'm guessing it's something that she can't do whilst listening to a podcast. Now, so. the only reason I'd be slightly concerned is if Catherine isn't like an air traffic controller... <laughs> And we need to. We need to I'm going to say that in air traffic control rooms, they sort of say they rather frown on someone putting on their headsets and saying, "I'm just going to listen to something else." If that's okay. Yes. I've got ACDC here. Does anyone mind? I don't think that would go down well. No. Uh, Angie Cusky rhymes with husky. Uh, says books of the year podcast is excellent. Can't recommend it highly enough. As smooth as Matt Williams's mum's face, and just a smile. I should point out my mum is very happy that her face has been referenced on this podcast, going out to literally hundreds of. Thousands of people knowing that her face is nice and smooth. She I was at the uh, I was at the Cheltenham Literary Festival uh, at the weekend, 
uh, talking to Ian Rankin, did a, a conversation oh, yes. with Ian Rankin, and then did a thing about my book, and uh, which was great. And it was really nice to meet all the people. And when I was doing a signing afterwards, this guy comes up to me and he rubs his chin and goes, mm, see, Harry's razors. Oh, went, right. Harry's, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So uh, anyway, so he looked, he looked a, a good, respectable kind of chap. Did he? Know? Yeah. No nicks? No nicks to sit there good, that I could see. Good. Just looked as though he had his face as smooth as your mum's. Absolutely. <laughs> Plenty of aloe vera wash. Uh, is, is her name Vera? Vera, no. Aloe vera. I, it's in the I thought you were saying hello to Vera, your mum. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be uh, so happy. Um, I bet your mum's radiators are <laughs> yes, yeah. Kathy says, um, purchased... A Harry's set for the other half as a result of your podcast, delivered yesterday. Suggest listeners pop into branches of WH Smith and specifically ask for books, referencing books of the year. I tried to get The Spy and the Traitor from WH Smith. Sold out, so I had to go via. And then uh, I think that's... She's trying to write the word Amazon, but she's asterisked out the intervening yes, quite right too. Uh, letters. Well, you know, I mean, there's, there's no, you know, there's no offence. And, and and good to see like that, that we're we're hijacking other people's um, uh, Twitter feeds because BBC Radio Four asked, "What's been the best thing you've read, watched, or listened to this week?" To which Anne Hunter replied, "The Simon Mayo Book Podcast, Books of the Year, Natch." So, thank you very much for your uh, suggestions. Should we do the suggestions now? Or should we keep them to the other side of Heather? Let's, Let's keep it to the other side of Heather yes. because, you know, it gives you something to hang around for. Freeform jazz. Uh, at the end. Okay, so coming up next, our incisive and inclusive Q&A with Heather Morris. So, Heather Morris, very nice to see you. Let's do the Q&A and let's see what we learn about you, okay? How are you, by Go. the way? I'm brilliant. Okay, excellent. And so you should be, by the way. Yes. Because congratulations on the success of your extraordinary book. So, Thank you. Uh, which will be the subject of our next podcast. The last book that you really, really enjoyed? Well, if you uh, put aside The Wonky Donkey and The Gruffalos, which I'm reading all the time to my four little grandchildren, let's go with a big people book. It was a book written by a debut novelist here in London called Kim Sherwood, and the book is called Testament, and I cannot recommend it. What's it about? It's about two brothers who, as teenagers, survived a death march during the Holocaust, but it's her search, Kim's search for her grandfather, who was one of these young boys, as he then, as an adult, these two men, while they stayed close physically, how they reacted to their time during the Holocaust was vastly different and all the unknown secrets. And the title again is? Testament. Testament, okay. By okay. Kim, Kim is, Sherwood. Is there a book you remember being read to you when you were a child? You know, the funny thing is that growing up on a farm in New Zealand, we didn't have the kind of access to, to novels that you would expect. But what we did have, my brothers and I, because our parents went to great lengths to make sure we had it, were the Encyclopedia Britannica. And I actually grew up reading stories from Encyclopedia Britannica and was just besotted by all these beautiful countries and cultures and people for whom that was so exotic to me. So it's weird, but yeah, Encyclopedia Britannica. It's a first. Um, is there a book that got away, a book which you think should have been, should have been massive but wasn't? Um, I've been thinking about this, and it's a story written by, well, he's a Kiwi who lives in Australia, and the book is called Lone Survivor. 
And it's a story about a, a woman, a doctor in Auckland, who, because of a trauma that happens in the hospital where she's working, flees to a deserted island just off the, the coast of New Zealand. And her living there with these two hermits, beautifully written, beautifully told. And one of those few stories I actually go back and reread. And who's the author? Derek Hansen. Okay. Is, is there an author that you own more books of than, than anyone else, a sort of favourite author you have? Um, yeah, look, like a lot of people, I like my escape books. And I've probably got everything Lee Child wrote. Oh, yes. Very everything good. that David Baldacci ever wrote. Okay. Um, bit of throw in Wilbur Smith. Yeah. I found a book that Wilbur Smith had signed for me in 1976. He was wow. visiting Christchurch where I was living and um, I went and queued up to meet him. Uh, Lee Child will be on uh, this podcast very soon. Oh, my. Um, wow. Reading Your reading habits, Heather, where and when do you read the most? Is there a place you like to be? What are the conditions? In my bed, which drives my hubby potty <laughs> and because he's trying to sleep. And even if I'm reading on a Kindle, there's still this bit of light coming through. Now, I know that they say that you shouldn't read when you're wanting to go to sleep, but it never stops me from going no. to sleep. Yeah, no, I read all the time before I get to sleep. So Absolutely. I can. So I How many pages I... do you get through before you actually do fall asleep? Um, I'm good for about a good 40 or 50. Oh, wow. Wow, that's um, quite a lot. That's hardcore. Yeah. I'm like three. Because I'm wired up when I go to bed generally because I've been working. I tend to work at night and write at night. And so I'm still wired up when I get there. Now, basically everyone answers this question with no. So I'm, wa- I'm, I'm banking on you for a yes. <laughs> okay. Is there any rhyme or reason to your bookshelves? In other words, do you sort of group them together by author, by genre, by the colour of the book, by anything? Given that my husband is the one that takes care of the bookcase, uh-huh. cases, yes. Oh! They are alphabetised. They are into fiction, non-fiction. Good. Wow. They are totally library-driven. Good. So it's like a library, basically. <laughs> yeah, it look, drives me potty because I'm in the exact opposite. I prefer chaos. <laughs> what was the first book you bought with your own money? Do you remember? You're going back a long way here, you realise, don't you? <laughs> I wouldn't presume. <laughs> no. Um, well, you are. I actually can answer that. And in fact, and it's weird because it kind of tallies with my story. It was actually Anne Frank's diary. No way. Yeah, I'm 11 year old and um, I'd heard about it and I'd had it at school where I was, but I had to have my own copy. Okay. And, but for me to get that meant having to be get my parents to take me into a town which we only ever went to once a month and save up for it. Okay. Is, is there a book that you've ever used to try to impress someone? Oh, look, let's be honest here. How can yes, you, how, come on, how can you go come past on. with me? Of course, it's um, Wolf Hall. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Yeah, have you seen I'm reading Wolf Hall? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And in Australia, you get, well, what's that? It's this historical novel written by this, you know, the Book of Man Prize winner. Come on. Did you finish book? Wolf Hall? Yes, I did. Okay, very good. But I have not seen the miniseries. Which is fantastic. You I know, I'm told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a book that you would like to step inside the world of, where the world portrayed is so wonderful, you think, I'd like to be a part of that? Um, if I could be male, yes, Wolf Hall. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's face it, those guys had it good. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Unless they were burnt at the stake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. All right, so Springs I want to be the king in Wolf Hall. Yeah. yeah. Is there an ending that you would change in, in, a, in a book? Um, definitely not my own, because I have a Hollywood ending. Mm-hmm. 
but I think the wonky donkey just takes it one step too far. I don't know the wonky donkey. Do you know the wonky donkey? No, I'm just going along with Heather. Okay. I'm just agreeing with Is her. Is that a sort of down it's under a thing? Chil- yes, it's a, written by a New Zealand author. It's a children's book. Okay. And he just pushes the wonky donkey one page too far. Okay. Mm. And, and, and does he get nasty? For the donkey? <laughs> <laughs> no, the donkey uh, does very well out of it. It's the person reading it to the little people in her life that struggles. Oh, Yes, it's all that alliteration of the cranky, wanky, spanky, donkey, winky, wonky, donkey. I'm glad, I'm glad we don't have that one over here. Come on. <laughs> You've you got to get it. That, that's, a, that's a whole new picture. Mm. <laughs> and is there a book you wish you'd written, Heather, whether it be for financial reasons or artistic jealousy or respect? Hey, this is a crazy thing, you know, when you get to be 65 and you write a debut novel and you kind of look back and go... Why haven't I written six books that have failed or struggled and sold 100 copies and you find yourself in this incredible position of of having a bestseller first up? So um, in terms of... Look, it's never about the money anyway for me, so that's not going to be it. Um, In terms of one for creative reasons, um, I like the historical novels, clearly. I better, if that's what I'm going to continue writing. Um, yeah, look, I'm such a fan of Hillary's. Let's go with that. Yeah. Do another one. Henry, yep. Another Henry VIII book. Why not? Uh, Heather Morris doing our Q&A. You can hear our full interview with Heather and uh, uh, everything about the tattooist of Auschwitz in our next pod coming soon. Uh, more strummy music. That means we're back. Yes, very happy with the strummy music from our friends at uh, Athlete, isn't it? Yes. That's the band, isn't that's it? Right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, very much down with the kids. Uh, so that's uh, Heather Morris doing our Q&A, and you can hear her, uh, our conversation about uh, the Tattooist of Auschwitz, which will be with you in a few days' time. Thank you for your suggestions. You can get in touch. You can do it via uh, Twitter, which is Books of the Year. You can email uh, booksoftheyear at yahoo.com. Well done. And we really like to hear from you, uh, hear yes. your recommendations. Jackie Martin, is there any possibility of getting C.J. Sansom on the podcast? There is a new Shard Lake novel published on the 18th of October. That's very soon. Uh, or it could be. Oh, that's just gone, depending on when you're <laughs> listening to this. And the entire series so far has been addictive. I'm sure he would be a fascinating interviewee. We will mark that down. Jackie. Absolutely. Annie J would love to hear from Nigella Lawson uh, talking about her love of books on your podcast. Hashtag how to eat, which I've not read. Okay, uh, any chance of Nigella coming on? He's not looking very confident. Oh dear, no. Uh, but Nigella, if you're listening, then uh, oh yes, yeah. The I mean... invite, the invite is out there. Or Nigella's publishers, come on, get your act together. Almost Christmas. Erin uh, says, "Books of the year." Yeah, that's who I'm writing to. Here, here are my what a mess books from the eighties. Oh yes, this is from a couple of podcasts back, wasn't yeah. it? Um, they are now my favourite with my five-year-old. The funny tales of a noble Afghan hound. Clumsy, greedy pup, Prince Amir of Kinjan, a.k.a. What a Mess. Should we be looking at those along with the Walter Hot Bottle? Yes, books? I think, uh, well, uh, certainly to file under the things that I didn't know existed but apparently do. Okay. And here is documentary evidence of such. If you're rediscovering stuff, we would love to hear about it. You can email booksoftheyear at yahoo.com. You can tweet us at Books of the Year. Thank you very much indeed for listening. And the next episode with you very shortly will be Heather Morris talking about the Tattooist of Auschwitz. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.